0: Welcome to part two of Storyboard's how-to series. I'm your host, Jeremy Litt, Storyboard's head of customer success. Throughout this series, we're chatting with Storyboard team members and podcasting pros to give you the tools to create your very own private podcast. Arguably, the most common questions we're asked are about the recording process. On this episode, I'll be chatting with Storyboard's in-house producer and longtime podcast host to give you advice for a successful recording. Introducing Anthony Vito. Anthony, how's it going, man? Doing
1: fantastic. How are you doing, Jeremy?
0: Good. Listen, thanks for jumping on. I want to start by asking you about this recording process. I know the experience that you get, as well as I, is that some people may be a little bit nervous to record for the first time. They may not think they know what they're doing. What do you think some of those big misconceptions are that you see when people are first starting to record
1: their podcast? So what I always hear is it's too difficult to start. And you kind of hear that with a lot of creative concepts. But I hear a lot of good content ideas that just go unrecorded because of perceived difficulty. I think a good answer to your question is, of course, it takes work. But if you are passionate about an idea, have a story to tell or want to relay information to folks, you'll be able to find an audience. And with podcasting, it's so easy to use a device that we have in our hands every day, your phone to even just start recording audio and to get a kind of grasp on what a podcast sounds like and what it wants to be and what your story wants to be. So that's kind of what I feel like the perceived difficulty is. I mean, this isn't like writing a book or shooting a film. You can start today if you really wanted to and then kind of grow from there. But I always see that as a big misconception that they listen to a lot of podcasts, but they feel like there's got to be a big studio involved or there has to be all of this grandiose concept, but it's like anybody can kind of get up and do it if you have a good concept behind it.
0: Yeah, Anthony, I completely agree. I think one of the big pieces of advice I give people is don't expect professional perfection, right? The idea that you don't need the fancy equipment, you don't need the fancy editing software. All you really need is a story. And to your point, that device that's in your hand, whether that be a phone or maybe not on your hand in your on your laptop, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, really what we think about and what I know you stress is recording with the tools you feel comfortable with. So with that said, do you think there are any tools that creators should invest in?
1: I think the biggest thing is a set of headphones because the worst thing you can do when recording is monitor yourself, and then it's coming out of your speakers. That's how you create feedback, and then you can't actually hear anything that's going on. Outside of that, there are a bunch of different USB-type microphones that you can plug directly into your computer that are available on a lot of different stores that have them or online websites that you don't have to spend an arm and a leg on. Those are the biggest tools that you really want to get to kind of create almost getting close to what that professional sound is there's other things you can do but we don't need to go ahead and spend a thousand dollars to start so i think those those are the two biggest tools we can start talking about editing software and talking about getting producers and making it polished but get those first few episodes recorded at that point then you have a good concept of what your idea is and you can kind of move forward from there and figure out what you're missing
0: Yeah, Anthony, my advice is that when somebody is beginning the recording process and they're not familiar with audio, I agree with the headphones. I would even go ahead and say, wait to get the mic, record a few episodes, get familiar with what the sound feels like on your iPhone or on Zoom, and then move backwards from there and say, okay, it sounded like this here. Maybe it's time that I invest in a $100 Blue Yeti microphone like the one I'm using as we talk here now. So... Always start with something else. And then if you want to invest in software, again, don't spend a thousand dollars, but spend, you know, a hundred dollars on something that you think is going to be useful. So I want to jump back to a point you just mentioned, which is the editing process. Do you think this is something that, especially as we look at the storyboard platform, that we think
1: that people need to spend a lot of time on? I think when it comes to editing, it's about getting what you want out there, keeping your points crisp and keeping your storyline fluid. I think there's a lot of folks who are so afraid to not have us and arms and those types of vocal tics in there that they start cutting out phrases that were probably important to your content. I think it's more important to cut out dead space. And when you're doing basic editing, Just kind of feel what sounds right conversationally. Imagine you're listening to what your audio is for the first time, like you're listening to a podcast on your run or you're doing it uh, like you normally would. What don't you want to hear versus what you do want to hear? I, I kind of think just kind of creating a very crisp point and making sure that what you're saying and what you want to get across is the most important part of the editing. And to that,
0: I think that the idea of having an authentic voice and an authentic listener experience the uhs and the ahs, that's part of it too, right? We're not all politicians who can perfectly speak. I think that that's something we notice when we talk to listeners that they like, that there's this genuine material there and that it's not over-edited because people can tell. People listen to podcasts and they know now when you listen to your NPR, or your how
1: I built this, what that audio quality looks like. Absolutely. I think just think about your standard conversation that makes you feel more like you're enjoying the content that's, that's occurring as opposed to making it feel overly edited, almost like you're listening to like an NPR interview or something like that, where it's, it's more pieced together. The other thing that I would add with editing is make sure that you can get as close to possible vocal leveling. The last thing you want to do is listen to, you know, person a, your host, be at one level and then the interviewee be much, much louder or much, much lower. Keeping that level consistent also kind of helps.
0: Yeah. How would you go about making sure that
1: that audio quality is good? So part of that is if you're able to get some software, you can do some basic mixing and mastering. There are people out there, uh, podcast producers that do have the the know-how and how to make that happen. But pretty much just use your ear. Listen to the podcast as you are when you're editing and kind of determine what's too loud, what's not loud enough. There are things called compressors you can add on, but again, that's a little bit more advanced on the on the editing end. Just kind of use your ear and what you would want to hear in a podcast. Awesome. So what you're saying is if
0: somebody's editing, right, if you make a mistake in an episode, I want to stress that you can always edit that out. You don't have to go through the process and say I have to get it perfect on the first time. We don't want you sitting in front of your computer for three hours recording a podcast. That's the opportunity there. It doesn't have to be perfect, but if there are certain lines that you don't like the way you sound,
1: you can always take it out. Yes, the, the beauty of recorded content is you can always edit out sections or segments. So if you make a mistake, you ask the wrong question or you repeat yourself, you can always go back and say, I'm going to fix that in post as the common quip is there in the industry. A pro tip is just give yourself a little bit of space between each mistake so that the new segment sounds fluid in the editing process. Another thing to consider is sometimes as you go through an interview and let's say you're going ahead and doing something that's a little bit more conversational maybe you touch a subject later on in the interview and an earlier question becomes a little more unnecessary. You can actually edit that out. So that way you can kind of keep your podcast to a certain time that makes a lot more sense so you're not repeating yourself. That's the beauty of recorded audio. Absolutely.
0: Anthony, one thing I want to point out is actually customers can work with you in the recording process. Not only that, but also editing, show notes, coming up with show topics. So, that's definitely something we encourage customers to utilize, especially new customers who are just coming on board, may not be familiar with audio, and they
1: want to have a nice little step in. Uh, yes, the beauty about Storyboard is you're talking to your own internal audience. So, you're going to be able to know what you want to talk about with what your content is. And using an in person producer like myself, you- You're able to not necessarily worry about the editing end and just worry about the content end. I think the beauty about that is that you don't have to stress about the hosting side, which is a whole different number of stressor as a producer, and just focus on what you want your listeners or what you want your internal communications to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Anthony. The one other thing I want to point out is that Storyboard was started more as a podcast hosting platform. But what we're slowly transitioning into, and what we've realized is that more people need platforms where they can actually record really good audio so that's something we're going to continue to explore as time goes on so stay tuned for what's to come there anthony thank you so much for joining if anybody's interested in working with anthony as an in-house producer they can either reach out to me at jeremy at storyboard.fm thanks for joining
1: anthony Thank you for having me, Jeremy, and looking forward to working with everyone within Storyboard now and in the future. Listen to the rest of this series where we'll be going over the essentials
0: you need to create a private podcast channel. At Storyboard, we have plans for all different sizes of organizations and teams with free, pro, and enterprise-level subscriptions. To learn more or to request a demo, visit us on the web at trystoryboard.com. And follow us for updates on LinkedIn and via Twitter at storyboard underscore
1: FM. Thanks for listening.